Gator. I'm going to stop that bull. <laughs> that bull's going to try to get you with his horns. Oh, I'm going to yeah. say, no, sir, bull, you do not get to get him. You get me. <laughs> I'm going to get in this barrel, though. You can get me out this barrel. You ain't got no thumbs. And welcome to another episode of Three Hours Later. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Mike. How are you now? Good, Good and you? you? Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just got to vanish. All right, that's it. It was bad. Because I also almost ruined it on purpose. Because I knew <laughs> some, I saw something happening I was about, there. I sat there. I was like, I'm just going to say good and you. Oh, That's what God. we're supposed to say, though. We've got a good intro somewhere in those three, I feel oh, like. Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Here. I'm Mike. There you go. Just add that in wherever you need to. It's just going to be three of that. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. <laughs> and I'm Mike. <laughs> Fourth person, Mike. Uh, so this episode is brought to you by Alex, who chose to watch a little show called... Letter Kenny. I thought we had a sponsor for me. I was like, oh shit, we have a sponsor, guys. I'm paying. You guys get paid? Oh yeah, Letter Kenny. It is like Canada's like best kept secret because it is one of the best comedy shows I have ever seen. And it's been kept such a uh, kept secret because it was um only on Crave TV out in Canada. Um until it came to the US about a year or so ago. And it's on Hulu, and so only place you could watch it. And ever since I've legally. seen the first, yeah, legally, first, even then, even illegally, it, it was yeah, so it was hard. actually really not that I was ever trying to find things illegally, but never, never, always. Pure. I had to call in favors to get uh, seasons five for four hey, and man, five of the show. You got any of that letter, Kenny? I had to trade stuff. I'd like send things <laughs> over the internet to a guy who, literally, in the recordings I have, you even see his mouse move and hits play on the player, and he was just recording a screen on Crave. Mike had to sell his body. <laughs> it is so funny and. Yeah, I had to had to pick it because I still don't have people to talk about it <laughs> because it, one, it, one, it was so hard to find, but two, even just trying to describe the show is kind of hard to do. You don't really get sucked into it because the quick synopsis is that it's based in Letterkenny. It's a small town of like five thousand people, and in it's Canada. really in Canada, and it's just small cliques, and it's how they interact with with each other. So Wayne is the the main character, and he, and he's part of the the Hicks. And there's hockey players, there's Christians, and there's skids who are like druggies. It made God. the some forty one song make more sense to me as a kid. Was a skid? No one, no no one knew my name. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. It's, God, so, it didn't occur to me until right now. Because they're yeah, Canadian. Literally. Yeah. Well, also like they all looked like they could sing for some forty one. Yeah. Yeah. Or My Chemical Romance. Yeah, so I've I've been a, a super fan of them ever since I knew they existed. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's really, when you boil it down, it's kind of more of just a basic sitcom. Um, I It does remind me of something like Parks or, Op, or The Office, but not with the documentary style. Um, and a little bit of, I guess it's always sunny, kind of. Yeah, like I, uh, I get that, that just feeling. a little bit of yeah. like it's not on Earth. It's on like an alternate Earth where things are a little more jacked up than they are here. Yeah. And each season or each episode even, it, it's a lot of just like small stakes, but it's like big deals for these people. It's like King of the Hill, something like that. Like, my lawn, whoa. Well, yeah, nothing nothing in the show. Well, I, I take it back. There's actually a whole subplot in <laughs> like season four, I think, where it takes place in another set town. But like. The whole show takes place in this tiny town. There's a handful of sets. There's a handful of places they go to. Like, it feels, as somebody who grew up in a fairly small town, it feels like 
a small town that I, think I grew up all in. All of us in our small town boys. Oh yeah, in the big city. Yeah, and I told totally, nine thousand was my town. I totally got that feeling too because I, I used to live out in the country even, um, and it reminds reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, these feel like people I knew, but I actually would try to stay in contact with these folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even what was it the second, the first episode where it's just a super soft birthday. That's episode yeah, it's this two, one right here. Yeah. two, yeah, and it's just little episodes like that. Um, for me, what makes this whole series? I mean, they're on season six, season six, yeah, six. Just and came it out. started in season uh, two thousand and thirteen, two thousand fourteen, two thousand fourteen. So yeah. I was looking right now. Season so, one all dropped on February seventh, twenty sixteen. Um, because it started on the internet. Sorry, it started on the internet in 2014. They did a series okay. of shorts, and then it became a TV series only three years ago. I think it also spawned off like a Twitter account, like Letterkenny mm-hmm. <laughs> Problems, uh, which was very popular. But two two things kind of make this show for me. It's one, it's their comedic back and forth. Mm-hmm. They always insult each other, and it's just the timing of it is so <laughs> funny. And so it's not just like, oh, you suck, you suck. Yeah. No, it's it's proper, like... I'm gonna break you down personally. Well, it's like a, like insult. warehouse talk. Like you're you're just like busting each other's chops for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of like Brody from Mallrats. Yeah. Like the way that they mm-hmm. just kind of nail each other. Yeah. Well, it's a mix of also like how it's edited. Like there's no dead air between anybody, so mm-hmm. it's like just call response, call response, call. And response. if there is dead air, it's on purpose, like for exactly comedic yeah. effect. But two, there's actual like character development. Those character storylines and they're. They go through it you know, together, and they're a part. A part of me ha- always needs that in a story, even if it's if it's stupid funny. You know, it always has to go somewhere for me. That's why I'm. I was such a big like Big Bang Theory didn't go anywhere for me. It mm-hmm. kind of just stuck in the mud. Same thing with Silicon Valley. It's the same thing over and over. Yeah. And this is on my top five just because it still progresses in their own storylines, uh, which I thought you know is awesome. And so um, the two of you have seen this before. Um, you had mentioned it to me before. And so this is my first viewing of it. And it just so happens three hours is the first season. And I was surprised by myself because I just watched it last night. And I was like actually hooked by the cliffhanger at the end of the stupid episode because I wanted to know more. And it's a stupid sitcom, but I do want to know what's happening to this character. And like you're saying, like there is character development. And that is definitely what kind of got me. And like I stayed a little bit later than I should have yesterday because I wanted to watch some of uh, season two. That's what I appreciate about you, Matt. Is that what you appreciate about me? <laughs> <coughs> waiting to cough. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Mike. I was waiting until nobody was talking. We're good. You can cut it out. Um, yeah, so what I what I think is awesome is that where the show starts, the characters, they, they're like not different characters. By the end of season six, like you've seen seasons one and two now or just one? Uh, two. I'm on the last episode of okay. two. So it's, it's first off, it's a super bingeable show. It's the kind of show if you start it, that's the rest of your day. You're going to finish watching. Uh, bite size, half, half hour episodes mm-hmm. or 20 something minutes. And, but just enough conti- connecting tissue from episode to episode mm-hmm. that you want to see what happens. And this was a good contrast to what you guys are pointing out with uh, Cobra Kai. Um, I think you were saying something about like it was kind of odd how they were paced. Yeah. Because they were only 20 something minutes to half an hour. And this I did not feel at all with any of the episodes. Right. And that was the difference. Like Cobra Kai, I felt when it was a longer episode, like yeah. it was over 30 minutes. I could tell. But this, I mean, they could make an hour long episode. I don't think I'd even care. Um, But what's really cool is that even though like by season six, the characters are in different places and things have changed. At their core, they're still the same character. 
And the other thing that's really great is like there's no villains. Like in the first episode, you start seeing like the skids look like they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But as they go on, you realize like, no, I mean, they do some bad stuff, but they're not the bad. They're not the, the protagonist or the antagonist of the yeah. show. They are just there. They're just people living. And like you can tell like in their world, they're the heroes of their show. And like we just happen to follow Wayne and Squirrely Dan. Yeah. And they're the hero of the show we're watching. But there's also a version of the show where McMurray's there being like the super proper like I run the farms guy yeah. and look at me <laughs> but that's that's what I like so much is that every character gets their they get their churn they like nobody comes out just bad there's right. no cookie cutter bad guys even when they introduce a villain um, and they introduce a character who is the closest thing the show has had to a villain she's there for a couple more seasons and they put her into a position where you're like, Oh yeah, you're still kind of a dick, but you are that the cigarette chick. Yeah. Yeah. There are, I would say only one villain and that's the D gens. Yeah. The D gens, which are also like this, the nameless, like you never really get to know them as characters. Yeah. You just always hear him mentioned. Yeah. But let's back up to with like the lingo of the show. Cause like D gen, it's got its own language and it's, Honestly, it was hard for me to like grasp at the beginning. Like when mm-hmm. I watched the first episode, I actually had to like go back. The um the hockey players specifically, like I just had the hardest time. They have their own yeah. lingo on top of this already has their own lingo. A couple hockey players come up the produce stand the other day. You looking for a tilly buddy? Let's have a donny brook. Pump the brakes. You take your shirt off, but leave your sunglasses on. What sort of backwards fucking pageantry is that? You gonna fight with those shades or play pokerstars.com? Go time! Go time! Look at that fucking treasure trail. What's up with your fucking body hair, big shoots? You look like a 12-year-old Dutch girl. Your aesthetician quaffed that for you? You can kiss my aesthetician. You guys do CrossFit? You can cross fuck off. Cross fart. How many times you pulled your horn today, bud? What? Oh, she's bashful. Well, come on, kitten. I won't tell anyone. Ballpark six to eight. You're a fucking animal. Play a little five-on-one. Hit the kitchen. Mix a batch. Feed the ducks. Distribute some free literature. Go time! Fucking shut them! Um, so yeah, it's, it's in, uh, for us, it's a little bit different because it's in a uh, rural area of Canada. So they use a lot of, um, slang that we don't have over here. So it's kind of hard to pick up on. At least it was for me, but, um, you can't help, but just start using it after a while. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The amount this is like entered into my daily dialogue, just certain things I'll say. And what's great is again, going to that call response style of the show. Yeah. I'll say something and it's fine. It can sit there on its own, but like I'll say it to the right person and they'll respond back correctly. And I just like, we share a look. I'm like, yeah, you've seen it too. We're both into this show. Hell yeah. Um, some examples I have actually are pitter patter, which I think is my favorite just because I want to start using it now. Pitter patter. Let's get at her, <laughs> which gets boiled down to just pitter patter. Let's get out of here. Uh, figure it out. I'll figure it out. I use it all out. the time. <laughs> you spare parts, aren't you, bud? That's when you're calling someone, uh, I guess a weirdo. I uh, I use the get that get this guy fucking puppers. I use that <laughs> all the time because it's such a good like calm down. Yeah. Get off the cross. We need the wood. I don't even know if that's like a one that comes back, but I love that one. It's like you're not even worthy enough to be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to martyr yourself. Yeah. Texas size ten four. I get that one. Yeah. And hard no. Hard uh, no. Or can confirm all the I I can say can confirm all the time. God, yeah, I, I, I'm actually like surprised how many things I've used now. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a letter candy thing. Yep. <laughs> I've used so much so often you now. Forget where it came from. Yeah, yeah. I love Joint Boy. He's on the screen right now. 
Nectar of the gods. And even that, like, the, the main character of the show in any other show would be the town asshole. Like, he is very, like, he, he's not very humble. He knows exactly who he is. He fights everybody like he's the town tough guy. But in the show, you see, like, he has honor. He His manners. He, yeah. Oh, my he God. He has, he's pure manners. Um, And even the people he beats up in the second episode where it's, like, him kind of asserting dominance again. Because you're just to do like a quick uh, breakdown of what the show's about. The first episode starts and it's uh, Wayne, the main character, has been broken up with his girlfriend that he's had since high school for six months. He used to be the toughest guy in town. She got him to stop fighting, stop drinking, stop doing all that stuff. And he's now broken up with her and his reputation's taken a hit. People now don't fear him or respect him. And like, well, there's like a that void that tries to fill itself. So yeah. there's all these tough guys trying to take what he had. And uh, the first episode's about him kind of getting back on the horse and realizing like he can just get back to who he is. The whole second episode is about, well, theoretically it's about their friend, uh, Darian putting together a super soft birthday party for him, uh, which is really for, for Wayne and his sister. And also like, this is my, a really great thing is how they do, uh, exposition. Like you don't, they never tell you why Wayne, who is ostensibly in his early twenties is in charge of a family farm. His mom and dad aren't around his, right. he takes care of his sister. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that part either. On the first time I watched this, I totally missed. Well, this birthday party is not for you; it's for, for them. them. I was like, "Wow!" Like I, I missed that part. Completely. Yeah, it's these weird moments where you realize, like, why he has that sense of honor, why he's protective of his friends. Like he mm-hmm. did not have a childhood; okay. didn't have a great one. Like his parents are obviously not there anymore, but they never dig on it. And that's also why you can tell, like, why he puts up with the skids. Like he doesn't just kill them or beat them up. He pities them. Like mm-hmm. he feels for them. He thinks they can be better, and he. You know, there's times as the show goes on, like some of them get better, some of them get worse, new ones get introduced. Um, the hockey players, they start off and it looks like they hate each other, but they almost have like a like a healthy respect of each other at yeah. some point. Like the hockey players hate him, he hates the hockey players, but they also know like if something goes down, they're defending this town. Yeah. Well, then yeah. that goes for all the groups though, not yeah. just Wayne and the groups, but like the hockey players and the skids kind of joined up um, fighting the people with the cigarettes. Yep, the natives. Like, yeah. And so, I, I mean, it's really just a show of community um, when it comes down to it. Because it's like, you know, me and my sister would get into it, but then it's my sister. If someone else tries to yep. make fun of her or something, I'm going to step in. You know, I can make fun of her. No one else can. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy because, like, there's no, there's also no damsels in distress in the show. Like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like, main... the girls on the show are strong girls on the show. Like, his, his, um, his sister, uh, his, even his other, uh, girls of interest are all kind of strong people. I think he has a type. <laughs> yeah. So like Katie, like they, they play up like she's, she's promiscuous. She has sex. She does drugs, but they don't play her up as like, that is a negative that she just owns who she is. She knows yeah. who she is. And like, she does her stuff, gets it done. Also has this other fun time in her life and does this other stuff. I really can't wait for you to get to season three, Matt, <laughs> because her character does some cool, cool stuff there. We're going to start it tonight. Um, um, that was one thing that Stacy was pointing out too, because Stacy likes the sister a lot, and um, actually had a restart episode one because Stacy was out of the house when I was watching it. I was like, she has to watch this. And then um, when she got into it, she was like, yeah, I really like that character, but why, why does she have to be a slut? It's like, well, she's a slut, but it's like okay, it's like she owns it's her not sexuality. A bad, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like slut and is she, not and she derogative let, in this sense, and she won't let anybody make her feel bad about yeah. it, including her brother, because the guys talk about it all the time, and yeah. just because she's female, they don't separate it. They well, That's, even like the filthiest stuff on the show is said by Gail. 
like or Gail, Dan. the bartender, like, good oh, yeah, okay. lord. Gail seen like, some things. Every, every quote things. you find of her is just pure filth. Took them down. <laughs> the, the whole, uh, I, I forget where I left off because I watched the season multiple times. So the whole thing with her um, uncle. Oh, that? yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just the way she says it. Just the way she. She moves her body when she talks. <laughs> she's always thrusting. She's yeah. always thrusting. Does it never stops with her? My favorite one is where she says she's flicking more bean than a Starbucks barista. But it's like you got to imagine her seeing it, like like slithering around like a snake, like I'm flicking more bean than a Starbucks, yeah. like just hitting it real hard and like <laughs> like a snake. That's that's exactly yeah, how she does just it. like just seducing. Snithers. Like she thinks in her mind, she is seducing the camera and everybody looking at she it. But... Like a cat in heat. Yeah, she really is. Like you're gonna, you're gonna like rub her back and just. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one thing that's really cool is you can see like where the show, like in the first season, it's a very low, low I mean, it never has a high budget, but it's a very low mm-hmm. budget. That's why they're like able to trend these out because what you guys were saying, like three years, they got three six years, seasons. six seasons. They do two episodes or two seasons and one holiday episode per per year. Short seasons though. Yeah. Six, seven episodes. So that's about average. Yeah, but it's just the way they have them pumping out. Like, yeah. And they always, because it's a web show, all on one day. So like first day hits, all episodes come out. Later in the year, here's another set of seven. That's what they do it on Hulu, because Hulu used to do weekly Yeah, Hulu, still. when Hulu picked them up, they had the first... Hulu picked them up after season three ended, mm-hmm. and they put all three of those seasons on there. And then you couldn't watch seasons four and five anywhere. And I have access to a lot of stuff on the internet, and it was impossible for me to find those. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, it started to take off on Hulu. People were literally asking Hulu, like, Hey, are you going to get the rest of these seasons on there? And they kept going like, Oh, we're looking, Oh, we're trying, we're trying. Mm. And then randomly one day somebody said like, Oh, sure. It'd be great if you guys got these. And they're like, okay, cool. We're, we're good. They're up today. <laughs> they put up seasons four and five. And then later in December, whenever it was, when season six came out, it was, it wasn't quite day and date, but it was real close. Mm-hmm. Like it came out. I found out it was out. Then Hulu was like, Oh yeah, we got next Friday. You're good. So I, it does feel like at this point, as the seasons come out now in Canada, we'll probably have them on here right. basically instantly. So Matt, being the first time you watched this, what was what are some of the greatest things you liked about it? And what's some of the kind of things that you would change or <clears throat> seemed kind of what you weren't interested in? So uh, right off the bat, like the, the greatest part is the the comedy of it. It is a comedy, but I was surprised by like, the dryness of it it is my favorite style of, of comedy is i like dry humor and uh the main char- character being like the, the hank hill or like the uh the, the straight character and just like how well the back and forth of the lines are going just like after at least the second or third episode i was just like ah, ha, ha, ha. um the weaker part is not the show's fault and it was like i was saying earlier just like i can't pick up on some of the things that some of the characters are saying so I just had to watch what's up. Yeah, titles. there's a lot yeah. of accents. There's a lot, yeah. just a lot of slang. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it's something I would change about it. Um, it's just the only thing that makes it a little bit difficult for Hard me to, to follow. follow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, like this show does a good job. Like you pick it up diegetically. Like as you're watching it, they say it so much that eventually you pick up the context of it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I get what that means. Yeah, like pump the brakes. Like I could, I could understand that. Yeah, I, I've been down. saying that since before the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. after you hear like Jonesy say snipes like for the 800th time, all of a sudden you go like. Oh, women. Right. Thanks, Jonesy. Um, I like that they make the clicks obvious. 
kind of like a, like a Mean Girls thing where we just yeah. know that that they're that that group, that group, that group. Um, like for me, watching episode one, I watched episode one uh, when it first came out, but it was something that I didn't like. I didn't get the back and forth, and it was mm-hmm. kind of low quality. It was it was kind of like it was the pilot, um, but I didn't get it, and so it it didn't take me. Like, oh, wow, first episode. I'm going to keep watching that. Like, this right. is going to be funny. I had to go back to it at a later time. I think it was like a couple of weeks. Like, okay, like this was like someone mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I, I didn't have anything else to watch. So I went back <laughs> to it. I was like, all right, let me try to get this another try because people keep saying good things about it. Right. It was only when I rewatched it. The first episode was like, okay, oh, I get what they're saying. Like the back and forth. I yeah. didn't. Because you have to like Jared, Jared Kiso is a, it plays Wayne. <laughs> They have, in Kessel, not as we learned earlier, <laughs> uh, it, it, is, it is a certain kind of type of flow, and it's a different type of, of lingo, too. So when they were doing this back and forth... Um, you kind of like zone out the first time, right? Like, yeah, you, you do. You really know what's going on. That's why I'm glad I did watch it again with Stacey. Like I said, when she came home, I rewatched it. And even after she saw it the first time, she's like, can you rewind that part again? Yeah. So I actually watched that first part three times, yeah. and then that's when I got it. Once you get over that hump yeah. and, and understand it, kind of get engulfed in it, then it becomes clear. Then uh, are you able to really fully enjoy it? So I do think uh, like a lot of shows, like if we talk about enough shows, if we do this long enough, like we'll talk about something like Buffy and I'll always say like, oh, well, you know, you got to ignore like the first like first six episodes. <laughs> like here's the things you need to know about it. Watch this like quick clip and you're good. You don't need to watch season. You you just watched The Office last year and I remember telling you like, hey, dude, like the first season's pretty damn rough. You got to get season two, season two on gets better parks and rec season one and a chunk of two like until mark leaves parks and rec is good but it's not parks and rec which one was mark exactly mark brandanowitz the the male lead for the first season and a half before they introduce uh adam scott why do i remember him because he's that (laughs) bad a character but that's the thing when we think about how great these shows are you tune those episodes out because they're not great right um this show, I did notice rewatching it because I think the first episode is the weakest episode by far. If you really look at it, what they do is the first episode happens and it's trying to set things up. And then the next five or six episodes in the season retell basically the same story because episode one starts, you know, Wayne has broken up with his girlfriend. They've been broken up for six months. He's trying to get back on the horse. He's trying to get back into fighting or reestablishing. He's the toughest guy in town. Mm. McMurray shows up for one scene at a urinal uh you see that he will defend his town from outsiders when he fights the uh, dude who took his girlfriend the skids show up and they're kind of annoying and you don't get any of the charm of them Charmander. <laughs> you get a little bit of the charm but not all of it but then what happens is season or episode two through the rest of the season almost tells you the exact same story again and it does it where it lets it breathe unless you get to know the characters mm-hmm and I, I mean, I think this ep- this series, first off, like I wouldn't tell somebody you don't have to watch or don't watch the first episode. I would just say you don't have to watch the first episode, but it's still worth watching. But like the first season's great. And then as it goes on, I honestly think it gets a little bit better with each season as the characters find themselves. And that reminds me a lot of It's Always Sunny because like I love It's Always Sunny. It's one of my all time favorite shows. I rewatched it a million times. Mm-hmm. Season one is good, but it's not great. Season two is quite a bit better. And then in season three, four, five, six, up to 14, there's a couple lulls in there. But by and large, like as these actors start to know who those characters are more, 
and you get to see enough of the adventures they're on, you care a lot about right. these guys. Like I legitimately at the end of the last season of It's Always Sunny, like I never expected to watch an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And by the end of the episode, legitimately be in tears and not from laughing, but from like an emotional hit. Was it the Mac dance? Yeah. <laughs> and it got me in a weird way. Yeah, it was weirdly, it did make it me was, feel it was stuff. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, but so that's, what watched th- it. that's what Sorry. this show can do. I now watched it. Um, <laughs> this show does the same type of stuff where what it, what it pushes on you is it starts good and it just keeps getting better and better as these actors get more comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and they start learning how to play off each other and they start expanding these characters. And McMurray goes from a one note, like no fun guy to one of the craziest characters on the show. <laughs> the skids hit a point where like you legitimately care so much about all of them. Like I adore those characters so much. They can do a whole episode like this called Fart Book, where it's just about a Facebook for farts, and it makes sense in, yeah. in the show. I like that it's just <laughs> literally just um, uh, the social network movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's it's a show that's way better than it has any right to be. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, I've seen it be being mentioned on Reddit every now and then, and then you guys had told me. But then when I watched it, I was still like, wow, like... Yeah, well, this I, is great. Like this is like one one of the the. There's not a lot of shows that are this good. Like there's some shows that are just good, and I'll just watch it because that's all that's on. But this one's like, I can't stop, and like it's crazy funny because it's a different kind of funny, and it's kind of hard for me to just like really figure out. So, but like wh- that. <laughs> where would you put this at on your your top five? Comedy I got I, I got to finish. Where would you put it at? I got to finish it. Um, what are your top? I'm kind of on the same page with Mike with It's Always Sunny. That's one of my favorite uh, comedies there. I prefer Parks and Rec over The Office. I do still love The Office. Um, I like season one of Future Man. I didn't really care about season two. I didn't finish it. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I could not finish. I was so... I wanted to... Like, yes, like there's a new season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. I completely stopped. I, I thought it was so bad it went away from everything they built up on uh, yeah. season one and it is one of the few that i started that i was so excited for dropped it like a bad habit it's exactly what happened to me I because i was watching letter kenny on hulu and i it's, right next to it would show me hey you should finish future man yeah like, no that's okay no but yeah um season one great but i just i don't know what happened. I, didn't, I didn't even think it was bad i just didn't care it did yeah it went nowhere it got stuck in the mud again yeah there's there's places that is going go there no they they're still in this little encampment yeah. place thing and that's where it is for the next like five episodes and i was done yeah i couldn't deal do it anymore uh but i think uh, simpsons of course uh have you ever oh. watched it crowd yes i love the it crowd i don't think it's one of my top comedies though i would say it's one of my top it's it's doesn't do itself favor because it's got it's so short in its life mm-hmm. that if it had more, it, I think it'd be all time yeah. in my book because of the comedy. It's just, just keeps moving and it's hilarious. Every episode is hilarious. I would, I would put this like, I think, so I, I love the it crowd. It's not my favorite show just because that style of sitcom is not my jam. Like I don't like the live in front of a studio audience. Yeah. The laugh track, right, but I right. would also put it in with something like this because it's that kind of great, absurd comedy that I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, I don't think in my book, they overplayed it. 
like Big Bang Theory, they overdo it. And he and IT crowd, I don't think they did it as well, IT crowd was doing it at the time where that was TV too. Right. I've actually used IT crowd to explain why I don't like Big Bang Theory because (laughs) Big Bang Theory is a show that I feel like makes fun of the things I'm into and isn't like it thinks it's part of the joke, but it's not. Versus IT crowd makes fun of the things I'm into, but is absolutely part of that group. Yeah. It's it's people in my group saying, look how goofy we are versus people going like, look how goofy those nerds are. Right. Watch the YouTube video of Big Bang Theory without a laugh track. <laughs> oh, no. It's terrifying. Yeah. Watched, it's, like, it's crazy. Especially Wallowitz. If you take away the laugh track, it's just him pausing and looking around for a laugh. It reminds me of Garfield without Garfield. Have you ever looked at that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's that. When, when you have Big Bang Theory without a laugh track, this it's the same where you're just like... This John being creepy. sad. Real creepy. Have you seen... Uh, I'm sorry, John? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a crazy Lovecraftian Garfield it's universe. It's so creepy. I don't know why this reminds me of like Napoleon Dynamite. It does. That, I yes, forgot to bring 100%. that up. I Thank don't know you. what it is either. It, it it reminds me of... I'm saying this as somebody who watched the hell out of Napoleon Dynamite. I've watched it a million times, but also it did not age great. This is what I think Napoleon Dynamite was, was shooting for. Mm-hmm. Where it's cringy, but not at anyone's expense. Mm-hmm. It's presenting... Because like, that was the thing about Napoleon Dynamite also, is I remember watching it going like, dude, this is a little too close to home for me in terms of I know these people. Yeah. But it still took place in like a weird alternate universe where it was just a little too goofy. And that's why I like in this show is like they always pull it back just enough. Because mm-hmm. um, I've had people try to recommend Trailer Park Boys to me when I talk about this. I'm like, oh, this show's great. Like, oh, you should watch Trailer Park Boys. And I tried watching that. And it's fine. I get why people like it. It's not for me. I can't get into that either. That's why and I, I, when you guys were talking about this and I was thinking about Trailer Park well, that's, Boys, I was I, like, ah. That's the thing is now I'm mad at Trailer Park Boys because I think it does damage to this show because I think Trailer Park Boys goes too much into the too goofy. They try too much to be stupid. Right. And this show's like where this show is perfection is that they know exactly how far to go and then they stop. Like you're going to hit a a spelling bee episode that is one of the most absurd pieces of television I've ever watched, (laughs) but every bit of it, I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, Like I'll, I'll accept it. Like there's nothing about it that makes you go like, Oh, that's bullshit. Get it off my screen. Yeah. I was listening to uh, an interview with uh, the guy that plays Wayne, who is the, yeah. So he's the writer and no, he's just the writer. Right, and writer, the guy that plays actor. Glenn is writer and director. Correct. And so, um, Kiso was in an interview, and he said that two of them kind of have to like they stay on each other as far as when they're writing the characters, and they want to make sure that it doesn't like the back and forth stuff doesn't turn into like real bullying. Like they want to mm-hmm. keep it like friendly, like mm-hmm. yeah, like you would you know at a job or something. Like, like you that. would with just, your friends too. Just, like yeah, you're not just, actually trying to hurt anyone's right, feelings. Right, just busting busting chops, and they um, I think that is kind of what makes this different i guess yeah what makes it good yeah i can see that because you're not just straight up insulting them you are but it's done in a way where they're playing off each other and it's done it's not like they go back oh i hate that guy you never hear the word hate really you never hear you never there's no unresolved conflict yeah you know they say what they say and they're done and but if you need help they're there Mm -hmm. they become this community in, in their city. And you've seen it multiple times where they go out and they, they defend it, their city, either through fighting or just being there and supporting. But it's so funny that they just have these episodes where, like, one is fart book. <laughs> then there's one that's a spelling bee. 
Then there's one that's a talent show. <laughs> They're all episodes. Yeah, there's one that's like supposed to be a like Shark Tank mixed up with a bunch of other reality shows. Or oh, like they're the, pitching reality shows to the Shark Tank. Yeah, that's where yeah. The, you first meet Bonnie McMurray. Yeah. Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> Thanks, Bonnie. Do you guys have a favorite character? I mean, I, I always like Wayne. I mean, he what got me into this was that he's the fighter. You know, he's mm-hmm. the one that's cool. They're, they're fist fighting. You know, I just like some of the things that I first got into, like, UFC was one of the best quotes from, from Dana Wayne was there's baseball, there's football, there's basketball, and a fight breaks out on another corner. Who's all, where are you going to run to? You're going to always run out to people fighting, you know, right. there's always a crowd. So when I see Wayne, you know, trying to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny and he's fist fighting and, you know, he's trying to be the number one again. I'm like, yeah, I could rally behind that guy. <laughs> Who's the tough guy in toughest guy in here. That'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you get to see that he has a sense of, honor like we just talked about and that uh, he has codes even at weddings he has a code even with friends he has a code he's, he's a sensitive up, side with the dogs gentlemen yeah, oh, yeah he, dogs but yeah by far he's <laughs> yeah oh fuck <laughs> um yeah i'd say like my favorite character character like wayne wayne's great um in terms of just like when they're on screen i love every second they're on there as the coach oh yeah <laughs> fucking embarrassment <laughs> embarrassing oh my god like i Every time something happens now, I just want to scream, fucking embarrassing, and then kick a trash can. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's, I, like, I think that's what it says a lot about the show. There's not a character I don't like when they're on screen. Like, there's not yeah. a single character that when they show up, I go like, okay, cool, but let's move to the next people. Yeah, because yeah, there are a lot of shows that introduce somebody new, and it ruins it. Yeah. You know, I, I love Scrubs. Scrubs is one of my best, you know, shows of all time. I'm not sure if it's comedy related. I would say comedy. But they later on they got new new uh, people in and it ruined the chemistry of what's already been set for a long time, and Letterkenny hasn't yet uh, made that mistake. Well, like Letterkenny doesn't get into the will they won't they of all ever. Like if this was any yeah. other show mm-hmm. in in episode one of season one, there'd be a female lead who you're like, oh, when are they going to hook up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that never happens. Like at one point, not not to spoil anything, at one point Wayne's back in a relationship and it's so not consequential to the story. <laughs> It's never referenced. You just see her in the background occasionally because right. it's not her story. And when it is her story, she shows up and is part of it. But most of the time, you just know she's there and they're good. Well, like I even I got to the part right now where it's like he is in kind of a love triangle almost, but then like I didn't really realize it until they like, hey, <laughs> he's in this love triangle. Yeah, and then that was, that was kind of the end of the the episode. But yeah, um, that's another thing I really didn't notice until you guys pointed it out. Just the the, the romance of it isn't really up front it's more i guess real like yeah it's not it's not always like a a, a very special episode when you yeah. fall in love with somebody it's just like no i found them. they're cool we hang out <clears throat> um if i had to I, pick pick one that uh kind of if i had to pick one that improved the most so to speak or had a, a greater character development would be daryl because he starts off as kind of like this he needed wayne to protect him but anytime things go down, he's right there with them, fighting along. But he's also having uh, relationships, um, trying to find that special someone because he's the more softer of the group. He's yeah. the one that expresses his emotions more. Um, but he's always the one that's if you need someone there, he's the guy that's there. But at no necessary any reward to him. He's not the the toughest guy. He's not the one that gets the girl, so to speak, all the time. Um, but he has his moments throughout the show. And I just, anytime it, it spotlights him, 
Um, I kind of have like a soft spot for that guy. I was like, yeah, like, you know, kind of root for the underdog with his story. Yeah, I think like Squirrely Dan's real similar too. Like Squirrely Dan could so easily be a one note goofy character that yeah. nobody cares about, but then you, as the show goes on, you guys know him. You just go like, man, he's a good guy. You're also the weirdest guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no one would know that until you start getting to know his little idiosyncrasies, and you're like, oh, that's why they call you Squirrely Dan. Oh, okay, I get it. That's yeah. an earned name. And that's what I likes about him. I think so, I think he is my favorite not Wayne character because I also like Wayne a lot too. But yeah, I think, I think Wayne is like the D. De- I mean, th- that just proves they did a good job making it here. Mm. I think Wayne should be everybody's like, yes, when Wayne's on screen, we want to know what's going on with Wayne and get more Wayne. When Wayne's not on screen, we wonder where's Wayne. Is there you know what? an episode without Wayne? Not that I'm aware of. No, they usually have their all, all their spots. Mm-hmm. I I think I'd have to go back though. I think my favorite character is actually Glenn. I was gonna say Glenn kind of makes now me that he showed up. I was like, ah, oh, man, I liked Glenn him is so on. Great. I guess it was the last. No, it would have been the episode before the last one I saw where uh, Wayne's going on all these dates, like the the Goldilocks dates. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Glenn then. Yeah, I just don't like Glenn ever. <laughs> like when he's Glenn doing Glenn, something. I think more than any other character on the show, Glenn changes the most season to season because when you first meet him, he's like the epitome of a youth pastor, mm-hmm. and then. His life does not go where he wants it to go. Is he, and is he a rickety cricket? Not as bad. Okay. Like he still keeps agency, but his character evolves dramatically. Um to the point where Yeah, just as he starts to embrace who he is and what he's into and what he's about, and uh it's pretty great. It's really he is the closest this the show has to like a real scumbag character, but even he has like the this core of like but he is a sweet guy. Like, he would never do anything wrong to hurt these people. Right. He's just also, like, the most eccentric person in this tiny town. He's like Dale from uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Glenn? What? I was, just, I was just wondering, where exactly do you want Wayne to touch you? Where do I want... Where do I want Wayne to touch my spirit? What else would I mean? Well, Don't answer that. <laughs> Like looking at a list of the characters now, see who's good. McMurray, McMurray's great. When you first meet him, he's one thing. By the yeah. end of season six, he's a totally different character. Yeah, they get into a story real deep, and you kind of wish they didn't. Not, yeah, not in a way like, oh, this is like a bad show. No, in like you a just... way where you're like, oh, we learned a lot about McMurray today. Yeah, <laughs> just can't get over his like his cat mouth. His like yeah. jowls just kind of curls his mouth. See, uh, Gail's great. We talked about her. Tannis, when she shows up in season two, she's a really cool character. I really, I really like her character and it's great because especially when she first shows up, I hated her. <laughs> oh, and then, I mean, I think of all the skids, the, the like unsung, unsung hero of the skids is Roldy. Like Roldy is so. The little guy with the curly yeah, hair? Yeah. The, one, the, the gay one. <laughs> yeah. I was born this way. <laughs> like, like, because he is such a one note character in the beginning. And he reminds he, me of someone too. As they start letting his character come out more and more and they like present like, Hey, you know, like just so you know, these dirt bags aren't jerks. Like he's openly gay and they love mm-hmm. him and they hang out with him and they support him. And they always make that a part of his character, but it's never anything to make fun of. Right. I think that's that, that shows a weird level of control that a lot of shows don't have where you can tell they're like, well, we have to confront this. It's funny. There's funny circumstances yeah. that happen from this. But we have to watch out that we don't cross the line of we're making fun of this. And I think this, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm only, what, end of season two? Yeah. But so far, I think I've seen a pretty good uh, progressiveness with that type of comedy, I guess. And it's like you're saying, like, we can make fun of the situation, but not really the thing itself. 
Yeah. And I think... Uh, well, another example, too, is, like, making fun of, like, they poke... They make jokes constantly about um, Katie's, like, just sexuality, how she is just essentially a walking boner. <laughs> but they never make her the joke. Right. They make everyone's reaction to how forward she is the joke and everyone's reaction to, like, the fact that she owns who she is the joke. But she is 100% not the joke. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the badass who, if they made the joke about her, she would destroy them. Yeah. It's like when uh, Dan just ran away. His sister's hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just keeps running. And he stops Too in the field. Too fat to run. <laughs> the, one of the best characters, and he has no face time whatsoever, is Shorzy. Oh, my oh. God. That's, uh, that's Jared Kiso playing Shorzy, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why he doesn't get face yeah. time, right? But... Still, just a back and that's forth. such a great running I guy. can't even like well, read the, the quotes. Go, go have a tug or something? Your balls a tug. Your balls tug. Yeah, I think some of the best, filthiest lines are him. Your life is so pathetic. I ran a 15K just to raise awareness for it. <laughs> Why don't you tell your mom to buy me a new pop-up card for my phone? <laughs> he also has the best Canadian accent. He has like the hardest Canadian accent in the whole show. <laughs> Do they like ever explain what exactly they're farming? Is it just that small produce stand? Yeah, or? they just have that produce stand. That's it. I think it's hay because he talks about hay too a lot. And, and breeds, they got a bunch of dogs. He breeds dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just farmer ass farmers. And what about like Dan and uh, uh, dairy? dairy? They work works, for him. I, 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 hmm? I thought he works works for him. I thought he works in the dairy because that's why he wears that jumper. Yeah, well, that, that was part of it's, why it's all part of the same farm. Like same they, farm. they're they're his farm hands. Mm. Well, they're also like his childhood friends. Yeah. yeah. I think Dan is older, isn't he? I think he's a little bit older, but yeah, they're all like that's 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 also the kind of thing I like is that you never like they could do in season seven like oh here's an origin episode where it takes place in the nineties and it's all these guys as like little kids playing them. <laughs> Dan's the same age. Yeah, just clearly <laughs> just the same dude. Just, you just guys are gonna him. grow up to be my friends. I'm looking at like season three episodes. Man, you're in you're in for a treat. Season three is so good. Yeah, my friend was telling me that. Uh, there's a pretty big story arc between season four and five, I guess. That Yeah, season yeah. four and five have a uh, real connected story. It just gets better. It really does. I also, I love that they do the, um, one of my favorite things about British TV is how there's very short seasons and they'll mm. do like holiday specials. And this show does it too, but the holiday specials are every holiday that never gets a special. So the first one you get between season uh, uh, two and three is the St. Patrick's Day uh-huh. one. And then there is a Halloween special. That's what I'm looking forward to. That is my favorite type of episode for any show ever is always a Halloween episode. Yeah, and there's good. It's Brooklyn the Nine-Nine. Nine. You watch Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. That's got to be one of my top yeah. top five comedy shows They're, too, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Their third, uh, third holiday special is called Super Hard Easter. <laughs> and then they do finally do a Christmas special before their sixth season. It's called The Three Wise Men, and it's a pretty great, pretty great episode. That's and awesome. then... Uh, <laughs> I just hold on. I just learned something that I have to now look at Hulu real quick and see if it's on there because there might be an episode of this I haven't seen. Uh, Alex, to, you mentioned Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's actually the same experience I got with Letterkenny was with uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine in the in the sense that both these shows are just way better than I expect and mm-hmm. probably should be. <clears throat> but I really want to like explore Letterkenny more than I did with Brooklyn Nine Nine because when I did get into Brooklyn Nine Nine, I was just like. If it's on, it's on. I'll watch it and I have a really good time, but I don't pursue it as much. I think it's the 22 episode season. Like, yeah. That's it. If, yeah. if you, because you could cut probably half the episodes out of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and still end up with probably one of the best shows of all time. Yeah. But when you add all the episodes in, they're good. Yeah. But they can't all be great versus this. They're all great. I can't, I legitimately can't tell you a single episode where I'm like, oh, I'll skip that one. 
Also, there is an episode I've not seen. After I finished watching season six, they dropped a Valentine's Day episode called Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, the Speed Day one? <laughs> I've not seen that episode. I didn't even know it existed until right now. You know, if I had to rate one of the low rating episodes, that one, unfortunately, was <laughs> one for me. No, I'm not With that watch note, it. <laughs> Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's oh, funny, but... It's new, so you're going to like it. The French Canadians. <laughs> it's new for you, so that'd it's be new awesome. for you. Bradley. Okay. That oh, was... Bra- oh, Bradley is so Bradley. good. Hey, Mike. What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, you'll get it. It's great. <laughs> you don't get uh, it. Really good. Uh, uh, season five, the opening with the wedding one has got to be one that, of my favorite ones, too. Oh, it Jay is. Burchel? As a uh, <laughs> as an alt-right. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they can they do. That's the other crazy thing because this show's turnaround time is so quick. Like they have an episode that literally deals with like the uprising of the alt right in rural America and Canada, <laughs> and they do it and they still keep it hilarious. So when did the oh, man, last so season end? Uh, December of twenty eighteen. And when are we expecting a new season? Uh, if they keep up with their standard turnaround time, um, legitimately, any damn day. Um, because Perfect usually time they to do, start watching. They do two per, so let's go. We'll start with season one was February 2016, then December 2016, so that was their longest turnaround. Then March 2017 was a holiday. July 2017 was a season. October 2017, December 2017. Then March 2018, June 2018, November 2018, December 2018. So they they have almost a quarterly thing going where once a quarter they mm-hmm. put something new out. The fastest turnaround so far looks like it was the December... The sixth season all came out on Christmas of last year. And then on February 1st, they put out the Valentine special. I'm just going to read the... Alex, I don't know how this can be bad because I'm going to read the description of the Valentine's Day special. Letter Kenny hosts a speed dating event. Meanwhile, Wayne and Stuart bond over their love of hockey fights. That was the better part of the episode. The speed dating. Not so much, man. <laughs> so good. So the thing I'm reading is supposedly between June or July. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it looks like so it would be anytime. anytime. Canada Day, July 1st. And, and I mean, if it's if it's the same turnaround season six had, season six, yeah, season six popped up on, uh, they have that date wrong because it was not 2017 for sure, but um, yeah, season be, six popped up the same day here as it did there. Yeah, somehow season six came out a year before season five on Hulu, guys. <laughs> so later, Kenny's become like the Canadian anime then? Like, yeah. <laughs> day one, America's getting it too. We can finally watch it. We're getting it. We'll have live subs. The, <laughs> the dicks. God. Oh, I forgot about the female hockey team. Yeah. God. Uh, Man, yeah, this show, good. dude. This show. Just. It's a goddamn joy. Like, it's just so good. It's so funny. You feel good when you're done. You never feel dirty or tired. That's the other thing. Yeah, you don't ever feel like. There's a lot of like negativity to it in the sense of like berating every everyone in the show, but you don't feel bad for anyone and you don't feel bad as a person well, for watching. There's shows I love that like I can't watch too much of it in a row because like Walking Dead, I had to stop watching. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not just because it became a bad show, but before that it was just like I never finished an episode where I was like, Ooh, great. Instead <laughs> I would always end yeah. it and just kind of walk away silently. Yeah. And do 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 yeah, this show, like, it ends and you're just like, man, that was great. Yeah. Um, but even, like, It's Always Sunny, like, it's similar to a point, but I hate everyone in It's, in it's yeah, Always Sunny. In most but I love everyone in Letterkenny. Yeah, and when most episodes It's Always Sunny end, you're just like, God, these dirtbags. These guys are assholes. Why are they hurting Cricket so much? 
And then when I'm watching Letter Kenny, I'm like, oh, these assholes. You know, that's actually so when you brought up Cricket and Glenn being similar, that's mm-hmm. the difference is Glenn would be Cricket if he didn't have a group of people that were like, hey, you're weird, but we all support you and we're going to take yeah. care of you. Like, it would be so easy to watch that character do the same thing Cricket did, and it's always Cricket's sunny. Cricket's a pariah of yeah. a group. And, and Cricket is the evidence of how their their toxicity can destroy anything around them. They literally pull him from the church and turn him into a street rat. Yeah. With half a face. Half a face, and, like, his neck Who lets dogs cut. have sex with him. <laughs> hey, dog, take this now. Does, yeah, do, doesn't a dog have sex with his neck because the scar tissue looks I like a dog so. vagina? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they don't <laughs> show on. it. No. They just talk. Dude, it's a great show, though. Yeah. But they also talk about two guys and having sex with ostrich. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 It was a sick ostrich. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We did that bad. We're bad at those. <laughs> hold, hold on. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We did one. This is three hours later. <laughs> See, that's what I wanted to do for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Said we got what we got. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it was just a lot of us failing. Matt, how are you sound. now? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's what also I was thinking about doing at one point. I was going to be like, I'm good, thanks. Mike, how are you now? Yeah. <laughs> Been better. <laughs> So so, I think the other day, weird rash going on. I did that accidentally the other day at training because uh, I went to LA for a training event that was three days long. And uh, the the first morning, we all meet for breakfast, and everyone's all like, "Hey, all right, we're doing, we're gonna get pumped." And I'm just not, just not a morning person. Yeah. And I walk over to the table with my breakfast, and I get like a really like, "Oh, morning!" And I didn't even mean <laughs> to do it. I just just went, went, yeah. <laughs> And it felt so bad because they're all pumped and they're like, oh, it's that kind of morning. I was like, yeah. <laughs> just kept doing that. Just like, yeah. Just go and do those songs. That's me in the morning. Like, I can't get words out and just like so much energy just to get to like work or something. All right. Like, I feel bad yeah. for Stacey every morning because she's just like talking, talking, to have a conversation. I'm like, I can't right now. I, it's, I got like maybe around noon. I'm such a morning person. So is my daughter. And so my wife wants to murder us every weekend. <laughs> All right. What do you guys want to do today? Sleep. sleep. Yeah. Just, just leave me alone. I was All surprised. Right. I actually woke it's up noon. at um, like 8 o'clock this morning. I don't do that on a su- Saturday. I just started watching more of the show. Because it's that good. It's so good. It'll it's get you it, out of yeah. bed. Yeah, this show has entered um, just to kind of lay out where it is in my, my hierarchy. It is, it is part of the rotation of shows I'll binge watch. Like I'll... Mm-hmm. As much as I watch TV, I'm very wary of taking time with new stuff because I need it to finish. A se- I like, I've been burned one too many times by something I'll get into, and then it never gets to finish its season or series. And two, I've had too many shows that change what they are as I'm watching it, and it goes yeah. from a show I love to a show I hate. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually let something build up a bit and make sure it stays good. Um, and so while I'm waiting for something new to build up, I'll like watch the same four or five shows. Like I'll rewatch The Office or Thirty Rock or Parks and Rec. Um, and it's always sunny. I probably rewatch that whole series twice a year. Yeah. And this has hit that too, where like, if I'm just bored, I'm like, God, I got nothing. And you know what? I'll just rewatch Larry Kenny. Yeah. I'm the same way too. Um, I don't know. A lot of, there's so much content out there now. There's so many where, you know, I watch and that's it. I watch and that's it. And it's, Oh wow. That was great. Um, but for Larry Kenny, it's one of those few ones where I could watch, um, again and again and not get tired of it. 
um, especially it being more of the more recent uh, shows. Uh, there's obviously stuff that I have for like nostalgia, but there's a few shows that are um, that are on my list where I could pick up and, and watch and try to get more people to watch it. AKA Matt, hey, <laughs> you got me. Um, I little I'm a little bit more open with new stuff, but I'm not afraid to just stop watching. Like I don't the, care too much yeah. about the time I invest in See, it. That's the difference between you and I is I have yeah. a, I have a I have an inability to stop. If I start something, I have to, <laughs> finish, have to finish it. it. Yeah. And the amount of things I've hate watched or hate played to get to the end of it's it's very unhealthy. No, watch I Future mean... Man. <laughs> no, that one. Yeah, tell, heard tell us how it ends. So <laughs> tell that me, Alex, how it ends. Uh, that's that's my rage quit. Um, spoilers badly. <laughs> Maybe don't know. Did you watch Runaways by the? No, I thought about starting it, but never got into it. See, there's few. Okay, one's a rage quit. Quit. Once uh, I stopped caring about it, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I r- love Runaways. It's one of my comics that I followed. I've, I've have tons of. Um, I was kind of disappointed. I don't know why. Just kind of fell off for me. Yeah, Some, it was like good, not great. Yeah. Sometimes I really like something and just stop too. Like I don't know what that's about with me. But like Legion, I like Legion a lot, but I just stopped. I talk I, about I that with uh, I do that with video games sometimes because I'll hit up. There's games where I love it and I'll stop playing before the end and I'll mm-hmm. just explain like that's my end. I hit. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I did that with The Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is like this insanely long, great mm-hmm. game. I'll probably never know how it ends because I finished this one quest line that took 20 hours for this one quest line. And it was great. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. When it was over, I was just like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. I don't need any more of this. Like, you ended well. I'm walking away happy. I, I You can't make me happier. So I'm going to walk away from it now. I did the same thing with Mass Effect. Yeah. You just hit a point Andromeda. where you're like, I'm good here. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like... Mm-hmm tried andromeda i couldn't do it i just like i was i was i'm sure i'm at the last mission <laughs> i'm sure i'm there like it kind of seemed like it was going to be but it took so much driving and so much different temperature where i just got disinterested hmm. and there's a lot of cool like guns and armor and storyline and bleh, nope done the Never picked uh, it up again storyline that made me stop playing the witcher was when it broke my graphics card damn <laughs> I just reinstalled The Witcher on my uh, on that computer to test it. It ran real well. Yeah, felt, felt real good about it. So, Matt, what's your final final verdict? With, so, do we have a rating system? Should not really. Let's we'll just yeah, keep just, keep yeah. rolling with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we want to do a mo- motion? <laughs> motion like like uh, McMurray in the uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the rules. Um. I. Definitely, the show so good. I'm having a stroke. I like it. I, I definitely recommend the show. Um, about ratings, I it's it's pretty up there. Like I said, it's probably now one of my favorite comedy shows out there. Um, and I think you should check it out. I agree. I third that motion. I give is it a, a squirrely is that down. A second on motion. Is that, is that, uh, no, just give me a second. Just is that second a, for your motion? I just need a second. <laughs> so yeah. just go and get the second mode. If you never watched it, um, please do. Do yourself a favor. It's short seasons. What, yeah. Six, seven six, episodes. Six episodes. And then a special. And a special. So seven technically per season. 30 minutes per episode. 23 actually. And yeah. Check it out. A lot of inside jokes. That's probably the best part. I think that's majority of this our episode right now. Um, just <laughs> us giving out those. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's on Hulu. And I think that's it, that's right? That's it. Yeah. It's on Hulu. It's, yeah, it's a good reason to get Hulu. All right. And you have social stuff ready? 
Yeah, our Twitter is uh, the the number three HRS underscore later. And we have Facebook and Instagram, number three HRS later. All one word on that one. And we have a super secret club. I don't know, the actual separate group uh, name if we're actually going to name it something different, but it's three hours later. The super soft club. Super soft club. Super soft club. <laughs> I don't think you want a club with that name. <laughs> no, I guarantee we'll get people joining. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, join the join the uh, the group so you can kind of uh, you know have a voice, post stuff on there. Uh, we all love our memes, uh, but also there's going to be new stuff that come out that we're going to miss that you might see. So share it, and if you have any maybe recommendations, we'll start taking some down and see if we can get some out there. Whose pick is the next one? It's yours, right? Oh, it's mine. Oh. Totally yeah. forgot. And I've been yeah. excited for it, too. Let's do that. Um, so we have been doing nothing but movies and TV. And I want to do a game. I thought you were going to say book, and I was going to have to reveal I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> we knew. Audiobook? <laughs> just the screen's off and oh, his computer over there. Here. Um, so, yeah, I want to do a game. Um, I don't. We haven't really talked about this as far as like what consoles we all own. So I'm going to go a little bit easy. I think it should be playable on most computers because I don't know if you have like a gaming computer, Alex, but this yeah. one is called The Hex. Um, it's on Steam. It's 10 bucks. We could probably share like Steam accounts later if you guys want, just want to do that. Um, this is probably one of my top games that I played last year. It looks very simple. It's very... Um, the art style I hate to be honest, but the story of it is like incredible, and it's like it's just wholly different than what's what's out there. And if you are a video game fan, I recommend it because it really like pays homage to games in general. And if you play Pony Island, it's the same guy did Pony Island. I was gonna say like I know Pony Island, so I'm, so I'm pretty stoked about yeah. this. I'm uh I'm excited because you picked a game I don't already own. I actually mentioned it to you the other day, and you didn't remember, so I was like, okay, good, he has to play this one. Um, but it's not a very intense game, so you should be able to be fine with a laptop. If not, which yeah. is record you, record you playing it on Mike's computer. Yeah, I have a have a laptop. That's about it. <laughs> I don't have a nice uh, gaming PC, and that doesn't look like it's in the the budget for me. <laughs> so uh, if it's if I could play on my laptop, so we gotta get a Patreon going then, huh? Yeah, something <laughs> to get me a second gaming PC. <laughs> but I, you guys have gaming PCs. Woo! All right. <laughs> See you guys next time where we talk about the hex. Pew pew pew. Bye everyone. So I'm gonna watch Jonah Hex and report back with that. <laughs> Mike, why, can why I... would you do, th- do that to yourself? It's gonna come earlier to Mike's apartment. Putting you three hours. <laughs> Three hours later!